Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Plant Medicine, Cannabis, Psychedelics, and Pharmaceuticals with Dr. O. I'm so, so excited tonight. I'm grateful that we have a guest. He is a very dear friend. I met Ankara on Clubhouse since then. He's just been an amazing human that I just love going to his room. But before we get to Ankara, you guys know we have to do our good house cleaning. So what is our good house cleaning? This show is for educational purpose and should not be taken as medical advice. Consult with your doctor for all your medical need. Do not start or stop any medicine without talking to your doctor. Yeah, I haven't said that some of our, we have a lot of folks that are just joining us and they'll be wondering who, the, who is she? Yes, I'm, this is Dr. O, Dr. Lola. I'm the founder of WCI Health, your alternative health and wellness hub. I help you level up on your wellness journey using the healing powers of plant medicine like cannabis, psychedelics, using education as tools. And part of that is what we're going to be getting tonight. I haven't said that. What is the next thing on the agenda? Yes. Sponsor, sponsor, sponsor. <laughs> Without the sponsor, what's going to happen? We can run this show. So this show is sponsored by WCI Health, your alternative health and wellness hub. They are the makers of Glows, your Glows Beauty CBD, hemp infused beauty product, as well as other vitamins that you can use to level up on your wellness journey. So for all the uh, products, go to wci-health.com and check out all their products. Other than that, they also offer masterclasses, among which we have Cannabis as Medicine Masterclass is Sleep. It's Cannabis, my ticket to a good night's sleep. So all that's a part of the good stuff that you have out there. And the next thing is you. I want to say thank you to you, our sponsor. All of you that register for our Healthy Cost Well membership series, you are indirectly supporting this show. And also those of you that are contributing on Patreon and supporting us on Apple Podcasts, we are very, very appreciative of that. And if you are out there, you still want, uh, you want to join her tribe, please come on, reach out to us check out my website, wci-health.com. And if you are an organization, you would like to sponsor any section of this show, please reach out to us. DM is where the magic happened, WCI Health 19. That's where you can reach me directly, or you can better still go to the website, wci-health.com. Without wasting time, Ankara, thank you so much. I have Ankara Akiro with us today. He is a psilocybin integration mentor. He is a, a man of a coat of many colors, just like his heart that you're looking at right now. He's a metaphysician, he's an educator. He is the founder of uh, psilocybin session on Clubhouse. That's really where we met. Ankara, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing so harmonic. Thank you so much, Dr. O. I really appreciate uh, you having me on your show today. It is uh, a big honor and privilege to be sharing with you and your audience today. 
Um, and it's so great to continue this uh, deep dive, you know, that we've been taking for the last uh, many months together into, um, you know, the benefits and, um, and the, you know, the overall wellness experience that we have uh, with different psychedelics. Um, I particularly really love psilocybin, but I have had a full spectrum experience and worked with um, different psychedelics like LSD, um, peyote. First of all, I need to, uh, I'm not even going to let you get into that. Yes, I have so many questions. <laughs> I am a type A person. And for me, I'm my crazy type A. When I don't know something, I want to know it. <laughs> First of all, you are an alchemist. What does an ank alchemist do? Tell us about that. <laughs> sure. So, um, I take different elements uh, from the earth and I combine them together to create uh, what, I, what I call ancient future technologies. They're synergistic tools that utilize earth elements such as crystals and minerals, um, copper wire, copper tubing, as well as uh, high powered rare earth magnets. <clears throat> and, I, and I use these different components and create and design uh, energetic tools that um, aids one in, in amplifying, you know, the inner essence of who they are, amplifying um, the different areas and gifts and talents that they have, um, also exploring and connecting with uh, the ancestral realms. You know, there's many, it's multifaceted in, in the way it can be utilized. But um, essentially, I'm using earth elements to create tools that are fashioned after ancient um, symbology that, that are the symbol of eternal life. That's awesome. Awesome. So how did you even get into this space, into this realm? Did you go to school for it? Uh, were your parents into metaphysics? Tell us a little bit about that part of your life. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for asking. Um, I actually grew up in a Christian household um, in the southeast of the United States, and I was not exposed to, to many things like this at, at an early age, you know. Um, as I got older into my teenage years, um, I got very curious, <laughs> and I started exploring other you know, other things in life, other spiritual teachings and other paths. Um, I, as a teenager, I didn't find that I really resonated or connected with the, the religion that I had been, you know, uh, had been taught. And um, I decided that I wanted to kind of go on my own route and um, explore things for myself and explore things from different cultural lenses. Um, and so you know, on this path, I was introduced to uh, sacred plant medicines. I was introduced to many different, um, you know, music and culture and uh, symbology that gave me deeper understanding of, of who I was, you know. Eventually, I met um, one of my best friends and mentor in my life, and his name is uh, Ras Naeem Davis. And he's a Rastafari man from South Carolina. And um, 
I met him at a uh, show, an event with one of our um, one of our mutual mentors as well. His name is Juan Benjamin, also known as Aki Becca. And so uh, Ras Naim and I have have connected and initiated our relationship at at this particular event around 2008. And um, he was my inspirator and he, you know, he was crafting these tools when I met him and um, I was very inspired and um, asked him to be his apprentice. And so he shared a lot of the basic skills and um, tools that I would need to start building these, these, um, you know, symbolic representations. And um, from there, I just, you know, began to blossom in my own style and my own form and um, took off, you know, with, with my own creative inspirations, essentially. And so since then, since around 2008, I've been, you know, continuing to uh, design and build these tools. And, um, you know, there's, there's hundreds and hundreds of them across the world at this point. I have um, collectors and followers in, in Australia and New Zealand and, you yeah. know, and all over the world. So um, it's been phenomenal. You know, it really turned into something much bigger than I could ever imagine. I've been able to create tools that, you know, really help people on their journey. And so it's been yeah. a big yeah, and folks, I mean, you guys need to see all the crystals, the stone, those uh, copper uh, angs. I'm beginning to learn some of this stuff myself. It is cool. You we, and we're gonna be posting Ankara's uh, links uh, eventually. Now, tell us about your journey with the sacred plants. That is one of the ways I come to your room. It's just a very, very special room on Clubhouse. Session. Tell us a little bit about that part of, of your journey. How you are, what type of uh plant you have worked with, how you have catered to them, how they have catered to you as a person, and how you are working with them right now. Yeah, surely. Thank you for asking, Dr. O. Um, you know, I began my journey with with the teachers um in at a very early age, you know, comparatively, um, around 16 or 17 years old. That's pretty young. Um, I took, yeah, <laughs> I took LSD journey um, in high school, my freshman year in high school. I was actually in, in class <laughs> the first time I ever went on a psychedelic journey and uh, I made it through the day, uh, you know, and it was a very... Um, you know, very inspiring experience that led me to um, explore with, you know, I grew up in, in Florida in the Southeast. Oh. And you have access to, you know, the psilocybin mushrooms pretty readily. There's um, cow fields all over the Southeast. And um, most people know that if you go out in the early morning hours after a heavy rain shower, you may be able to find the, uh, the little golden teachers, you know, mm -hmm. um, we, you know, we had access to this at very early age. Um, and I started exploring with, with the psilocybin around 17 years old. Um, from there, like I said, I, I, I was inspired to start, um, uh, 
learning, not just from textbook, but actually uh, life experience, connecting with different um, indigenous peoples and, and going on travels to um, Jamaica and Central America to connect with um, different indigenous people and different tribes. Um, and around 2012, I went down to Mexico. Um, there was a, a big gathering in uh, Palenque, Mexico around December 21st, 2012. So if you recall that time, you know that that was a very big time in our in our um, yeah. history, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was uh, a lot of, you know, um, a lot of talk around what was happening with the Mayan calendar. And so um, there was a very large gathering in, in Mexico, Palenque, Mexico. And um, that's where I was able to have my, go on my first ayahuasca journey. Okay. There, the, um, the, that teacher started working with me and, and basically guiding me in, internally. And um, the, she guided me to travel to Hawaii. <clears throat> in Hawaii, um, I was able to connect with community and family there. That then led me to my first peyote ceremony in, um, in Northern California. And from there, that was somewhere around 2013. So for the next um, five or six years, I had uh, many opportunities to go and sit with different um, indigenous tribes of North and Central America from the, from the Wairika people, the Huicholes, um, to different North American tribes working uh, in, in the Native American church and, you know, sitting in ceremonies in, in that way. Um, and so, you know, I've had also opportunities to, to work with like Combo and some of the different South American um, plant teachers as well. So uh, it's, you know, my experience with, with these plants has been very wide and full spectrum and and I've had an opportunity to learn you know a lot from these and also a lot from the different cultures who work with these plants. Thank you so much uh, for that and uh, I want to quickly ask about those uh, magical plants which of them will you say uh, maybe give you a little tougher time? of all of them and which one of them will you say is kind of in because i know when we work with this uh plan these teachers they they deal with us in different ways so which one of them is milder with you and which one of them is a little bit tough or uh, tough love <laughs> yeah for sure um i would say that you know the 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 peyote plant is um, associated with with more of the masculine, more of that tough love. You know, the the peyote teacher has been seen um, as as the the grandfather spirit. You know, and you so you get more of that tough love type of experience with with that uh, with that teacher. Um, you know, and and the the grandmother ayahuasca can be a sort of tough love, but, you know, I guess in the most feminine way <laughs> that it could be, <laughs> you know, you're gonna, the thing is, there's no escaping it, that 
at some point you're going to get to do the work you know there's there's no way to experience this um in a way that is that has depth to it unless you actually go in and do the work it's not all rainbows and fairies and 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 butterflies you know it's some of this this um work with the with the plant teachers um you you go into the traumatic experience you know and you get an opportunity to heal that you know but you may have to relive some of that and it may bring up you know feelings that aren't so pleasurable for you so um different teachers will work with you in different ways i will say that the most consistent and forgiving teacher for me has been the psilocybin and that's you know something that i connected with as i mentioned earlier as a, at an early age and it's been i've been working with throughout you know um my life on a more regular basis and at this point she's like my chosen one that i that i go to you know um i i'm at a place where i'm more doing you know um i don't do ceremony and plant medicine so much on a regular frequent basis because i feel like i've done so much of the work and a lot of it is integrating that into my life now and also having an opportunity to to hand on some of these um skills and learn learned experiences to other people so that they can you know share with their community and help others through the experience that is that is amazing that is really i really love that you 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 went into details about this uh wonderful magical plan because when you look around us right now it, we know it's a renaissance the psychedelic renaissance the green renaissance is coming back and all that stuff and i tend to these days because when, when i'm hosting the room in clubhouse the type of way that some of our foes are approaching this i i cannot feel a little bit trepidation that i hope i hope we are not going to give the power that be that power to turn this plant this sacred plant into another oh oh river madness and all that stuff that this is plant this is a sacred plant that we need to treat with dignity and respect we shouldn't just uh be 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 just say, oh we're tripping no it's medicine and i tell people just like you're not gonna go over the counter and grab a bottle of Tylenol and just drop it down you have to do this with intention with integration and part of why some some of us are not seeing the result is because we are not doing that integration and that's what that brings me to this next question ankara what is the importance of creating a sacred space when we are on this journey give us uh i mean why sacred space why can't we just do it willy-nilly <laughs> yeah for sure um that's a great question you know um and and we can do that we definitely can just do it willy-nilly and you know um without intentions um but but regardless of of whether you go into it with deep intentions and and it, um holding this as a, a sacred ceremony or something that is you know deeply important to you um you, if you don't have that in place 
not having the intention is the intention. If you oh. understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so not having the intention is willy nilly. It's just take me wherever it may go, you know. Um, but by creating a sacred space and creating intention, if you notice most traditional indigenous people, any type of ceremony, even um, outside of plant ceremony, there's many, many different um, types of rites and passages and sacred ceremonies where there was always a very specific intention with, with that experience, you know. And it doesn't have to be something that's like deeply spiritual or, you know, it doesn't have to be like the indigenous way. But the simple fact that you have a specific intention when you go into the experience makes it more sacred. You know what I mean? For me, I like to create a space and honor the, the plant teachers and honor the, the culture and my ancestors and those that came before me because that's what benefits me and that's what I found um, helps amplify my experience. So for me, it's sacred. It's something that I want to honor in that way. And I see many people who are connected to their, their purpose and their passion and work with these plants. They do it in a ceremonial and sacred way. And when we honor the plants for, for that, the essence of, of that um, sort of like they have a specific connection to us and that they have a way to communicate. And that way of commu communication is typically through a specific energetic frequency or energetic signature. And this is tying back to what I mentioned earlier about grandfather peyote and grandmother ayahuasca they have a very specific energetic signature that that everyone will experience as a collective conscious when they work with this specific plant so um you know holding that sacred and honoring that fact that there are a, a specific code and a specific teaching that we will receive when we work with this specific teacher um, and setting up an intentional space and honoring, you know, honoring the four directions, honoring the elements, honoring the ancestors are different ways that we can bring intention and sacredness to the experience and make it, you know, uh, more ceremonial. There'll be many ones who don't, don't seek that experience that want to just go in and maybe they just want to experience something different out of everyday reality. You know, they may get not get what they're looking for. They may <laughs> yeah. Much greater, you know. Yeah. But um, mm -hmm. the fact is that it it's a transformational experience. And if you have no intention, you may be transformed in ways that you're not expecting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I say that is where that your quote comes in again. Not having intention is intention by itself. And I do say that because you're going in there, you don't really have an intention, but this plan, like our peyote, our grandfather, ayahuasca, grandmother, they, they kind of like our grandfather, grandmom, they love us, but there is that tough love part. And they're not gonna say, oh, you wanna eat candy all day long. No, you're still going to brush your teeth before you go to bed, whether you like it or not. You're still going to go to bed at 8, 8, 8 p.m. or 7.30. Uh, 
uh, whether you want you watch your favorite show or not. That is really, 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 really uh, eye-opening. And when we talk about having intention, this plan being a rite of passage, I mean, major example is when you look at the, the Iboga plant, the, uh, the Bowitian people, they personally use this plant as a rite of passage, especially for younger folks that are graduating into manhood or, or young lady. That's part of the process. And I, that brought, is bringing me to this question. There's this school of thought, especially when you look in the science community, that they are beginning to say, okay, uh, magic, that let's take the magic out of this plant to, to uh, kind of temper down the, uh, what we are talking about as in, they can be tough love for us sometimes. Let's temper it down. Let's reduce all that. And there's also this saying about the fact that science, uh, magic, or should we call it magic? Magic is a science that is unknown. What do you say to those school of thought that say these plants, there's nothing special about them. They are just, we just don't know the science of it. Is it just science that we are talking about when we talk about these sacred plants? Um, not at all, and <laughs> not at all. And the way that we know that is that this has been our connection with this um, these plant teachers. You know, some call them plant medicine. Um, I like to refer to them as teachers. You know, tools of exploration. Um, that these traditions and these experiences have been going on long before science. You know, uh, they've been going on long before they have any studies or any measurements of how to understand this from a factual and logistical standpoint. In fact, all of that came out of the psychedelic experience and the curiosity and, um, you know, that people were having these experiences before you could explain them physically. Um, and not only were they having them, but they were part of these uh, rites of passages sacred ceremonies that have been traditions kept intact for eons of time with no, you know, what we term as science. Now, if you look at, at uh, the Kemetic culture, the ancient Kemetic culture, for example, you will see that it was, at, it was actually sacred science. There was no separation between the, the spirit and science. There was a study of the wholeness of it all, but the, in that in that whole spectrum, there was the study of the science and the spirituality. So, um, you know, in the passage of time and the separation of humanity, we've also had many different things se separated in that experience, and so we've had a separation from the spirituality and the science when that was really originally one one thing you know but what you know what what's happening now with the with the science and the medicine um aspect of of working with entheogens and, and psychedelic plants is um i will say that it's going to happen like there's no stopping it basically yeah. we up big pharma and the big companies and uh, all 
know what's coming at us. It's like throwing sticks under a um, a semi truck with no brakes, barely. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna happen. So yeah. what what we have an opportunity to do is establish our rights as you know keepers of ancient traditions and keepers of um this this knowledge of the plant teachers we have an opportunity to begin to establish um different ways that we can protect that so that can't be left behind or be left in the dust and and made like that this isn't a part of what's really going on um it's really really important and so there's um, organizations like uh, the Ancestor Project, who are really doing work to educate people from a grassroots level um, on, you know, how to work with, with these specific teachers, um, how to educate ourselves about what, what's going on, you know. And um, so I would say that the, the, the science aspect of it in part is creating a separation from it and we we as um you know people that are that are interested in protecting the the sacred aspect of it and the spiritual aspect of it the ceremonial aspect of it um there's many many different ways that that can be done and there's many different organizations that can be supported that um help protect those rights of indigenous people so um yeah I, ancestor project is one of them but there's many many other um different organizations that are doing work to you know um help protect the the medicine from the traditional and ceremonial aspects yeah yeah and uh, i really do see uh the danger in that for me i grew up i was born in in west africa in nigeria i spent early childhood uh in that in that community and these uh rituals they're not just rituals. these uh uh we call them uh babalawo uh these shamans they are consulted and they consult this uh spiritual being the teachers, the plant. We have some plants that we would just, you can just grab and use as a medicine. I've talked about it extensively. Mango is one particular one that I grew up because we had the tree at the back of my house. When we have malaria, you just grab the back and the, the leaves, you brew it together. You have to drink it. It doesn't taste good. Ah. <laughs> But before you know it, you are back outside there. And, but there are some conditions that you cannot just grab a leaf. They have to consult with the spirit of the plant. The teacher have to talk to them, to, to, to the elders about this plant. And even just even within that time, those teachers, those uh, shamanic uh, men and women, they are very, very few now. You know, mm -hmm. even when you begin to talk about it in, in the culture, you are frowned out because uh, Christianity coming in is kind of see this ancient tradition as evil, quote unquote. So there's that danger in there. And like I said, me 
coming up from there, being exposed to herbal medicine, and also coming with the uh, scientific background as a clinical pharmacist, I do see the danger there that we really do need to protect this plant because at the end of the day, a lot of our conventional medicine were originally derived from, from this plant. So I, I thank you so much for, for bringing that into it. So having said that, tell us a little bit, we were talking, I know you are big into crystals and all things. I've seen some of the stones. Tell us about crystals. What are the unsung crystals that can amplify uh, uh, our journey? I, I, uh, there was a, a lady, uh, she's a clinical pharmacist too, Tori Rerick. She is into mindfulness, uh, crystal, chak chakra, and I brought her on the show a couple of weeks ago. So I'm really, really fascinated about, about using those as wellness tools as well. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, for sure. Well, just, just to start, um, crystals are our memory keepers. You know, the, the silicone dioxide is the, the um, quartz crystal molecule is, is a silicon dioxide. So as we know, the Silicon Valley, they make computer hardware, computer microchips. This silicon, this, this microchip has a silicon base. So the, the crystals are used in all forms of technology. Like you and I are connecting right now through a crystal <laughs> and so um, crystals are keepers of memory and oscillators and um, they can transfer energy so so they're they're resonators and basically um like a great example is the uh you remember the quartz watch mm -hmm. yeah yeah the quartz watch right they keep time they hold memories and so you can embed certain memories in the crystals and um, you can extract them out later. I've so, never thought of it like that, you know? <laughs> that is, <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Put information in your phone and you can put your phone away and you come back and the information is saved in your phone. Yeah. Same, the same thing. It's actually a, uh, generator of piezoelectricity and pyroelectricity. This means that when you place crystals under pressure or heat, it actually produces an electrical charge. That's mm -hmm. why quartz crystal is used in all forms of technology. That's so, awesome. yeah, it has the ability to oscillate with outside information. And so they can send a beam, a signal with uh, binary code, packet, symbols, uh, a series of, of numbers. And then that coded information is decoded by the quartz crystal silicon micro com computer chip in your, in your cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, thank God I'm in the medicine and I don't have to dig deep into those. But those are really awesome. Those are really, really fascinating. Uh, I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. Now, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say there's there, there's many other purposes and, and specific crystals that um, can be utilized. I mean, all of them are amazing, but it, there's specific crystals 
will achieve specific benefits. So um, I, you know, because I'm a keeper of crystals, I, I understand the, the structure, the bonding, the color, the geometry, and all of this is significant in the energetic signature of the crystals. So just like the different plants have different energetic signatures, the different crystals have different energetic signatures are, and are utilized for different purposes and utilized to correspond with the different chakras, for example. Yeah. That is really, really, I need to come on and roll in your masterclass. Tell us a little bit. Ah, that's going to bring me to your Cosmic Gatekeeper uh, Mentorship Program. Tell us a little bit about that. I mean, one hour, two hours, three hours is not going to be enough for me to take out all this knowledge from you, Ankara. I'm going to have to bring you back. But I need to learn more about your mentorship program. You, you, are, you are deep down wells of knowledge. I am so honored to just have the opportunity to be here talking with you. Talk to uh, me about your Gatekeeper uh, program. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for asking. Um, so I created the Cosmic Gatekeeper Psychedelic Facilitator Program. Um, after seeing a deep need for it in our community, um, specifically being in Clubhouse where we met and seeing so many people coming um, on board with the psychedelic journey and the benefits of psychedelics and wanting to know more, wanting to know how they can help others uh, experience transformation and wanting to, um, you know, dive deeper with with what it's like to work with these teachers and in a sacred way you know so basically i saw the need for this and um i created a mentorship program because the way that i have expanded my work and where i'm at in my life is working with with mentors you know and really valuing myself, my own personal time, and also highly valuing um, the mentor that I was investing in, you know. Um, and for me, that that was what took me to the next level and catapulted me into where I'm at now. You know, one of my specific mentors is Baba Kalindi Ee, who I'm sure you know very well of at this point. Yeah. <laughs> but, Baba Kalindi was a, a major inspirator for me and really put the charge on my shoulders to go forward and help educate and bring uh, awareness and advocacy to, to um, the world of psilocybin and its benefits. Um, and so after receiving that specific charge from my elder and now ancestor, Baba Kalindi, and seeing the need in the space for more guidance and leadership. Um, there's many people that are, are holding ceremonies and, and helping people heal and transform. And what I wanted to do was create a mentorship program that trained people to go out in their communities and do the work 
in their communities and start with themselves, you know, really start with ground zero and feel safe and comfortable going on these journeys with themselves and then expanding out into being able to help friends, family in their broader community. So uh, we also brought in, you know, some amazing uh, co-facilitators and presenters for this course. It's a three-month, 12-week uh, course. And um, we, my co-facilitator is named Michaela Valentino, who is... Oh, um, Michaela. Yeah, she, she is a phenomenal being mm-hmm. and calls herself the entheogenic mama. And... <laughs> Excited to, um, to have her on board as, as my co-facilitator holding space. And then we also have some guest presenters like uh, Darren LeBaron um, that's going to be talking about the connection with the ancestors and the uh, psilocybin. We've got uh, Michael James teaching us about um, mycology and how to, um, you know, grow our own at home and, and take care of um take care of our own resources and our own medicines and, and at home. Um, we're also going to be talking to the Ancestor Project. We're going to be talking to Decrim Nature. And um, also one of my dear friends, Kurt, is going to be offering a, um, a small presentation on um, the Ho'oponopono ceremony and trauma release. So we have like a really full spectrum of all different presenters and um, they're all, you know, leaders and pioneers in the psychedelic space. We're all going to be coming together as a community to share and educate each other and um, learn more about um, the, the foundations of what it takes to hold space and facilitate a psychedelic journey and also integrate that experience afterwards. That is awesome. See, for me, I I am more, even though I grew up in a uh, indigenous, I wouldn't say indigenous community because I grew up in the city, but at least I was exposed to that part of my life as well as a little girl. But I'm more into the science of the plant in the how the plants work scientifically, mechanism of the action. And one of the areas that I intend to go into is exactly what you just dis, uh, described. Even if I don't work with it, to at least have that knowledge, to at least have that experience, to be able to, to be balanced. I know you mentioned earlier when we were uh, at our back channel that the uh, enrollment is closed. When are you gonna open this program? Folks, you better when this man opened this course again, don't walk. You need to run and jump and crawl in this program. These people is listed. This is huge. I know a lot of them, and these are powerful, powerful leaders in our community. When are you gonna open this course again, Ankara? <laughs> well, uh you know, we this this is our uh, initiation. You know, this is the first time we've run this course, and there really is nothing else like this out there that's being um, because we are approaching it from more of uh, we will be bridging the the um, worlds between science and spirituality. Yeah. I definitely am. You know, uh, I call myself a world bridger, and. Yeah. I, 
think I find the scientific and medical um, approach important, and we will be um, discovering more about that. Mm-hmm. And we'll be keeping that in balance with um, a d- deeper sense of like the ancient and cultural connections to the plant medicine and respecting it from from a, a standpoint of sacredness and, and ceremony, you know. So um, we will be uh, bridging the gap there, if you will. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is really that is really amazing. That's really really what many people need. When I host my room, like I said, I'm more into the how the science of a world mechanism of action helping folks to make sense of what might be kind of a gray area doesn't make sense but like we've already talked about it's not just science science the science came from the sacredness of this plant i love that i love that so much so that is the what i'm seeing that folks need that leadership they need that direction and when you come to my room i say okay I don't, I'm not that type of person that jump into everything. I stay in my lane, what I know I talked about. This is really uh, essential for for folks. This is going to be huge. And do you guys know when, when is the program starting and when are you going to open it back on? Because I'm going to be signing up for it myself. (laughs) Oh, amazing. Yeah. We would love to have you, Dr. O. Um, We're, we're actually going to be kicking off this Sunday, September the 12th, and it's a three month program. So we'll be, you know, focused uh, for the next three months on, you know, building that and growing together as a community. And then we'll we'll open the uh, registration for the next program um, <clears throat> at some point early next year, probably you know January um, after the holidays and things. We'll open it back up and and go ahead yeah. and cycle. And we've um, we've got just over twenty students, somewhere about twenty five students. That's and huge. So um, yeah, we'll be opening up again for you know twenty to twenty five more students on the next round and uh would love to to have you as part of the program love to be part of as a guest a guest speaker in the in the uh presentation you know that would be awesome absolutely absolutely whatever i mean come on now king anytime you need me you just need to slide in the dm you need to slide with family you know that i respect you a lot what you are doing for our community talk to us a lot of our folks that are listening that are new to this space or they are considering taking this journey what would be your advice for them um my advice for a new beginner who has never been on a journey would be to um, first educate yourself as much as you can you know a lot of these plant medicines I didn't have access to or have experiences with before I spent a lot of time studying them, researching them in the book, and then also, you know, traveling to different places in the world and, and actually, you know, um, going to these specific cultures and these specific peoples and, and learning from them, learning their teachings and learning how they you know, um, functioned and and work with these plant medicines. So I would say, you know, uh, one of your, your best ways to start is to 
educate yourself and get experience with people who um, have already taken the journey and can help guide you. You know, um, you'll definitely want to have someone uh, with you that you trust and, you know, um, someone that has had the experience and can kind of know what uh, you might expect and can help you out in the different situations. Um, and then also making sure that your environment is safe, that, you know, you're in a space if you're going to take a journey that is um, safe and protected, you know, in your, in your home potentially, or in a, in a safe space in the outdoors, maybe, you know, a camping trip or something that you go on with friends and they can, they can help you um, facilitate that experience. But, you know, having some guidance and someone that has been on the journey previously um, comes in, you know, hand when it, when it's needed for sure. Yeah. 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 So there, there's many different ways to uh, prepare for an experience. And, um, you know, that's part of the reason why we're out here teaching these courses and offering these clubhouse rooms and things. And really, it's it's um, it's free information that we can all have access to. We just have to do spend the, the time and have due diligence to connect with because there's a lot of information out oh. there. Oh. There's information out there. So, you know, I would say if people want, you know, some of this, some more insights to come and find me over in the Psilocypher sessions on Clubhouse is a Absolutely. great way to connect because it's a, um, you know, the psychedelic community is pretty strong in there. And we have lots of different um, people that come and add their value to, to the stages. So, um, you know, come connect with me in the Psilocypher sessions on Clubhouse. That's P-S-I-L-O-C-Y-P-H-E-R sessions, Psilocypher sessions. And, um, you know, there's, I have tons of resources. So anybody can reach out to me at any point if they have, you know, um, any inquiries or questions about um, how they can get started on, on their journey. Um, I definitely love to to help educate people and and um, you know be uh, of assistance wherever I can. Definitely, uh, folks, this is the the real deal that you want to be following because, like I said in the in the club, I have had to caution some some folks that this is that even you can this is big deal. This is not something to just mess with, and I have to. I have to tell folks, you need to do it right. So you're looking for the right way. You got it right here. You know, Dr. O is going to be the real deal. I'm going to bring the real deal. It is amazing. Uh, Ankara, please tell us, apart from the psilocybin session, where else can our audience find you uh, on social media website? And we're going to put all those information on the show notes. Tell us a little bit, where, where can we find you? Yeah, for sure. Um, so you can find me on Instagram at Psilocypher Sessions as well, spelled the same way. Um, no, no breaks or, you know, anything in between, just Psilocypher Sessions um, on Instagram. And then you can also reach out on my website. Uh, my website is www.cosmicroots.com creations that's 
cosmic roots with an S and creations with an S um, at, or excuse me, not at, that's .com, cosmicroots.com. Yeah. Um, that's my website. And then you can always email me as well at uh, cosmicrootscreations at gmail.com if you want to just reach out in the DMs and, you know, send me a private email. That is awesome. And I've got one last question. This is for me. For the uh, gatekeepers uh, course, is it a virtual event? Do you Are you going to do it on uh, on virtually? Yes, that's right. Um, we will, it is a virtual program. So anybody can sign in from anywhere in the world. As long as you've got a computer and internet connection, um, you can join the class. Um, we meet once a week on Sundays. So we have like a live, uh, live community. And then we also have like a practicum and like a backend, um, space. It's called Experienceify. And that's where um, we've actually kind of like gamified the experience when you go over there and uh, participate in the curriculum and do the different assignments. It's kind of like um, an appoint system. So we can students who are really plugged in and, and advancing and, you know, those who are maybe falling behind a little bit. But um, it's a great way because it's gamified and you earn little points and get different little rewards and things. And we're giving <laughs> gifts we're going to give away a crystal synergy onk um we're going to be giving away a free trip to our live graduation event and um other you know little gift packages that we're giving away for people who are really you know plugged in and, and doing doing the work that's awesome thank you so much ankara thank you so much king you are amazing yeah go you know, ahead one last thing I wanted to add that I forgot to mention was um, we're actually giving 10% of our proceeds to the Ancestor Project, who is a nonprofit organization, and they have a grant fund for the BIPOC community to go and participate in private ceremonies and, and get healing. So um, that is a, you know, um, a phenomenal cause that we wanted to really uh, plug in and give give forward to and uh, we also had two scholarship seats in the program so um, we will have that opportunity as, as well in the future for those to apply and get a scholarship seat into the program for free um, and as well we usually give that to you know people in the BIPOC community so um, those are just some different little you know um, bonuses as as the thing that we offer but definitely uh, look forward to, you know, uh, anyone who would love to reach out and connect about that program as we come into the future. Definitely. And I know when it comes to the BIPOC community, you are healed. That is one of your passion. I've been in your room. I've been in your space. I know how you are powerful uh, voice for, for our community. And we really do appreciate you. I personally do appreciate you, Ankara. I'm so honored to have the opportunity. We're going to bring you back. I just got you, you and Patrick. I can't do one, uh, one episode. We got to do multiple episodes. Thank you so much. Folks, that's our show for today. Uh, if you are not following Ankara, please go check the uh, psilocy uh, psilocybin session on Clubhouse out, and we're going to put all those information on the show notes. So that's our show for today. 
if you are yet to join our Healthy Course Well membership or you are yet to sign up to be a, a sponsor or a supporter of our show, please slide in DMs and we will be glad to have you. And also, a pharmacist guide to cannabis perspective of a non-conforming clinician is flying off the shelf. If you are yet to pick your copy, go ahead and do so. Thank you guys so much for being here today. Until next time, remember health equals wealth. Bye guys. <laughs>